financial independence, a life that you love, it's in your head. It's your mindset and your vision. It's in your heart. It's what you truly want and what you will do to get it. And it's in your hands. It's mastery of your relationships, your money, and your life. Looking at money for what it can give you as opposed to what it can give to others. It's like, let let me say that again. I want to make sure that really settles in. Looking at money for what it can give to you or, you know, give to me as opposed to what it can give to others. Because then we have this very selfish, like, how can I hoard more cash thing? How can I make myself richer? How can I make myself better? Like with with money and, and stack up the Benjamins, you know? How can I do that? That's a selfish way to look at money. And it it shows up. It will show up in our relationships. It'll show up in your marriage. It'll show up with your kids one day. It'll show up in every domain of your life. And so we've got to be careful of this selfishness of money because it's almost as if money gives us this false sense of security, that if I have more money, I'll be okay. And let me tell you something. The more money you have, just because you have more, that does not mean you're ever satisfied. Inspiring you to financial independence and to a life that you love. This is the Life and Money Coach Podcast with military officer and chaplain, seasoned real estate investor and entrepreneur, and certified performance coach for leaders at all levels. Jerry St. Pierre has inspired thousands to unleash their potential, and he is here to empower you to live a purpose-filled life. This is extraordinary. Every day, it's the Life and Money Coach Podcast. And now your host, Coach Jerry St. Pierre. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. If you're new here, please take a moment, hit the subscribe or follow button wherever you're listening to the show. I'd love to have you be a regular part of the community. I put out content every week. I share those principles and truths that led me to financial independence and to a life that I love, and I'm giving it away to you, and I'd love for you to be a part of the community. So take a moment, smash the like button on YouTube, hit the follow button on your Spotify or Google or Apple, wherever you're listening to this show. I'm glad to have you a part of the community. Today, five raunchy attitudes about money. We should avoid these raunchy attitudes like the plague. Number one, this is kind of like that snobby person. The one who looks down on others because they work at lower paying jobs than you do. So I'll tell you a quick story in this one. I was going to a Chinese restaurant once back in my hometown. I ran across someone I hadn't seen since high school. Next door to that Chinese restaurant was a hair salon where the hairstylists typically wear all black. Well, this young lady I hadn't seen in a while. She was going into the salon. She pulls up in her nice car and then she gets out the car. She proceeds to go into the, to the salon. I said, hey, it's good to see you. I said, do you work here? And she looked at me in the most condescending way possible. And just, this was years ago, by the way. It still irks me the way she said this. And she basically said, no, I would, I would no. How could you even, her body language says, why would you even assume that I work at a place like this? Now she had her hair, you know, she's gonna get her hair ditched. She had her nails. She's driving a really nice black fancy car. I don't remember what kind it was, but she kind of had this attitude of like, oh no, that is a snobby, raunchy attitude. And I'm going to tell you, if, if you've built your way to wealth 
and you put in the hard work and you know what it's like to sacrifice and not have, typically you'll avoid that kind of snobby, I'm better than that attitude. And don't have that. You know what I mean? Let's let's just not be that kind of people in the world. We need people who can look at someone with a lower paying job and still value them and appreciate the fact that they're they're trying to make a living, they're figuring it out, they're they're putting in the hard work, etc. We should not treat people like we're looking down on them for anything because they still have value. They're still human beings made in the image of God, and we should love them and not have this snobby, I'm better than you. I have a better lifestyle because I work. Yeah, you know what I mean? So let's let's be careful with that. That snobby attitude's got to go. Number two, this kind of ties into the same uh, above, but it's a little different. Looking down on others because they can't afford what you can afford. This is the I'm better than you, kind of that snobbiness. But when you see people who you can sport your Louis Vuitton, but they can't. You can sport your nice car, but they can't. You can, sp- and you kind of have this, this, you treat them like I'm just a little bit better than you. Like, I'm not going to say it, but we both know I have more money. That right there, that's not, that's, that's just nasty. That's just not cool. And at the end of the day, guys and gals out, listen, that's a heart condition. It's a heart condition because at the end of the day, money comes and money goes. You know, it's, it's a fleeting thing. Wealth is very fleeting. And by the way, when, when we're dead, none of it goes with, with us to the other side of the grave, right? When I'm in glory, when I'm with God, it, none of that U.S. dollars are going to matter there. The euro is not going to matter there. What's going to matter there is, did I love people? Did I serve people well? Did I use my wealth to make an impact in the world? What was the condition in my heart? And a snobby heart is not one that loves God well or loves people well. So anytime we're looking down, like we're something to be elevated above another person. Oh, that's bad. I hope that wasn't too loud on a microphone. That's bad. Let's avoid that snobbiness, looking down on others because of where they work or because you can afford what they can't. Number three, looking at money for what it can give you as opposed to what it can give to others. It's like, Let me say that again. I want to make sure that really settles in. Looking at money for what it can give to you or, you know, give to me as opposed to what it can give to others. Because then we have this very selfish, like, how can I hoard more cash thing? How can I make myself richer? How can I make myself better? Like with with money and, and stack up the Benjamins, you know, how can I do that? That's a selfish way to look at money. And it shows up. It will show up. In our relationships, it'll show up in your marriage. It'll show up with your kids one day. It'll show up in every domain of your life. And so we, we've got to be careful of this selfishness of money because it's almost as if money gives us this false sense of security, that if I have more money, I'll be okay. And let me tell you something. The more money you have, just because you have more, that does not mean you're ever satisfied. Well, if I had three million, I'd be fine. If I had one million, I'd be fine. But once you get three million, you look around and go, three million really isn't that much. Well, you know, if I had five, then I could really take it easy. Well, you know, five million, okay, that gives me this quality of life, but but there's always more. You know, there's a scripture that says that the eyes of man are never satisfied. And that that it appeals to the to the lusts of the eyes, the the pride of life, this, this, this I want more business. And it's a hard issue. You know, we talk on the show a lot about head, heart, hand alignment. Let me go there now. What's in your heart will come out out there every time. I cannot not 
tell my story. I cannot not avoid putting out what's in my heart. It's going to come out. Jesus put it this way. He said, from the out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Just listen long enough. What's inside the heart will come out. Even if we try to mask it and hide it, it's a heart issue. These are attitudes. Attitudes are the aroma of the heart. It gives you the condition of the heart. And selfishness is a terrible way to go through life. And I think as we mature, as we go through life, we realize all the more it's not about what I can get, it's what I can give. And so let that be the attitude of your heart. Ditch the selfishness. Number four, acting like rich people got rich by taking money from the poor. This is a big one. Well, rich people screw people over. That's why we're poor. You hear that? It's a narrative that's out there. And I I press against that narrative. I don't believe that that's the case. Now, some people screw over other people and they get money. But let me tell you something. In the long run, that doesn't work because number one, you'll probably end up in jail. Number two, nobody's going to want to do business with you because you're a conniving evil person. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like who wants to do business with you? You screw everybody over, right? So in the long run, that doesn't fly. But, you know, we get this, this, we act like, well, you know, we, we start putting down people who have money thinking, well, you know, they got it by just ripping off other people or they're selfish or, you know, they're asking for this and that. And, and it's just not, it's not how it works. Here's how it worked in my life and how it works in most people's lives. You ready? You get more money and you build wealth by adding value in the world. This is why doctors typically get paid a lot of money and lawyers get paid a lot of money more so than, you know, the, the fast food employee, because the, the doctors, people will pay a lot of money to feel better and you can automate certain things at the restaurant. And so it's the value added piece, right? You have to be able to add value. So here's how it works. You get wealthy by either adding value or investing in companies that's adding value. For example, Tesla. Tesla's adding value in the world. People believe in it. So they buy the stock, they buy the product, and value is created that way. Apple computers is another one. Windows PCs and so forth. Whatever it might be, the drones, anything that's adding value in the world, people will pay for. And as you add the value, this crazy things happen, money starts chasing value. It's one of my principles that I live on. Money follows value. You want money? Have value, create value. And so that's how wealth, the honest way, is created. And I would, I would, you know, I would argue that most people got wealthy, became millionaires by working hard, by investing, by adding value in their daily life, and buying companies that add value through index funds, through mutual funds, or through real estate that add value in a community because people need housing. That's how they got wealthy. So here's the attitude. I think a lot of times when we're critical of people who have more than us is because deep down, can Jerry St. Pierre say it? Yes, he can. You ready? We get envious. We get jealous and envious. And we start using our words to tear them down because it's a reflection of what's in our heart. And we don't like that they've got what we've got. We get jealous, we get envious, and it's a nasty, raunchy attitude that's got to go. It's got to go. Number five, the fifth raunchy attitude to beware of and to not let creep in your life. You ready? And I think this one is, is a little bit more of an evil heart. You ready for this one? Loving money more than people. 
You know, as the scripture says that the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And it's true what people will do for money. I think about people who sell drugs to, to kids, to teenagers, and they, the kids go steal just to buy their, their next hit. That's evil. You are ruining someone else's life for money and you don't care. The human trafficking, enslaving people, it's evil to ruin other people's lives because it makes you money. It's wrong. And But when we start to love money more than people, we start to treat people like possessions and money like our, our spouse. It's like the roles get flipped. We place more value on the money than on people. And that's, that's wrong, folks. That's bad. So we'd be careful with that one, right? We'd be careful with that one. And so a lot of these that I mentioned today, these are all issues of the heart. It's a spiritual matter at the end of the day because money is very spiritual. It always magnify what's inside of us. And so it's important to take the journey to do the work internally, that head, heart, hand alignment, to do work on our hearts to say, what is the condition of my heart and what does it need to be so that I can create for myself and for the world around me genuine, authentic love and, and, and give to the world in such a way that what I have makes a difference because you can have all the money in the world and be miserable. And you don't want to find yourself there. You want to have all the money in the world. You want to have all the wealth. You want to build it, be faithful with it so that you can use it to impact the world and make the world a better place. So that you can love people who need to be loved. You can influence who need to be influenced. And you can make the world better while you still have breath. Money is simply a tool for impact. So be careful of those raunchy attitudes that can creep in. I got to watch my back. Watch yours too. This is the Life and Money Coach Podcast. Loved this episode of the Life and Money Coach Podcast? Head over to iTunes or Google Play to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Visit lifeandmoneycoachpodcast.com to join the community. Thank you. The Life and Money Coach podcast and related websites are the personal views of Jerry St. Pierre. The content in this show are not those of the United States Air Force, Department of Defense, or U.S. government. Content expressed are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute legal, tax, accounting, or other professional advice. Visitors should not act upon any information or content found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional.